after the break, we're going to talk about Tennis South Africa's proposal to the Sports Ministry about the possible return of tennis during Level 4. We already had a brief chat with John Lafne, John Lafne Diaga last Friday, but we've got the CEO, Mr. Richard Glover, already on the line to chat to us. Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM. And let's welcome Tennis SAC or Mr. Richard Glover on the line just to talk about the proposal for the return to play of tennis, which has been submitted to the National Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Good evening, Mr. Glover. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM, sir. Thank you, Tabiso. Thanks for having me. Great stuff. Firstly, what is the basis of your proposal? Yeah, so I think it's 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 very important to say at the outset that um, health and safety uh, is is obviously the number one priority in all of these things. But I I, th- I think when you think about sports and, and COVID nineteen, there's really two aspects you need to consider. On one hand, you've got sports events and tournaments which are very high risk in in the current situation. But on the other hand, you've got sport for recreational, sport for coaching, sport for practice purposes, and we think that's much lower risk. And, and our proposal is very much focused on that second part, so sport for recreation, coaching, and practice purposes. And on that, yes. And look, our proposal makes the case that there can't be a blanket approach to sports in South Africa because you have individual sports, you have team sports, you have contact sports and non-contact sports. And we argue that tennis and other non-contact individual sports really need to be considered as low-risk activities. So then what guidelines would be there if, uh, for play if tennis does return? What would you advise? So, so the document which is available on our website um, really uses lots of international best practice because there is, is, is currently a lot out there for tennis um, because Germany, France, Netherlands, Italy, Australia, I think, are back playing tennis mm-hmm. under very strict conditions. So a lot of those guidelines have, we've really used from, from an international perspective. Um, in Italy, they actually recently did an academic study in collaboration with the Italian mm-hmm. Olympic Committee where they looked at all sports in Italy and they graded sports four being very high-risk sports and zero being sports that are very low-risk sports in the context of COVID-19. And this study found that tennis was one of the sports that had a zero rating. So it's a very low-risk sport from an individual perspective. Because if you think about a tennis court, the standard tennis court from baseline to baseline is about 23.77 meters. Um, So that's, I mean, it's a perfect social distancing sport. And really, we use a lot of those best practice guidelines in the document. And this is only for singles play, right? Yes, correct. So what we've done is we've taken the the five levels of the national risk-adjusted strategy, and we've obviously proposed different activities at different levels. But certainly for 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 the, the higher levels, it would specifically only be for singles play. That's right. You also talk about coaching. Uh, talk to us about the coaching. I see coaches in the proposal have gone through it. They need to be regulated. How will this work? So, so one of the proposals that we have made in the document is that um, coaches would have to apply for a a COVID-19 license, and this would be a free license. And really the thinking behind this is quite simple, is that um, obviously if coaches are to operate in, in, a, in, a, in a state of national disaster, because that's what they would be operating in, they obviously need to comply with all of the health and safety, all of the social distancing, and all of the contact tracing regulations. And so this license, is, as I say, it's a free license, and it's in proposal form at the moment, but the free license would be a tangible way of really demonstrating to stakeholders that those coaches are complying with all of those guidelines. And how often do they have to renew this license? Um, so in the proposal, we're saying on a monthly basis. Um, so that, that's, that's what we're looking at at the moment, and that's what we've proposed. And with equipment, what can or what cannot be used? Or does everything go? 
No, I mean, I, I think the good, the good thing about tennis is if you think about the equipment, you've got your rackets and you've got tennis balls. And I guess the, the big debate obviously comes down to the handling of tennis balls. Mm. Um, so there's obviously different di- different aspects to that in the documents, but one of the the, the, the obvious things to do is is if you are uh, playing tennis for recreational purposes against someone, is is for you to have your own tennis balls and for your opponent to have your own tennis balls. So there's there's different aspects to it as well from that perspective. And this applies also to 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 recreational tennis. Are there any different measures to be put into place? No, so yeah, so the focus is very much, as I say, on recreational tennis, mm-hmm. tennis for coaching purposes and tennis for practices, practice purposes. Because you are talking about two people on a court, which I said earlier is, you know, is 23.77 meters from baseline to baseline. So it's, it's low risk, but it's very much focused on that aspect of tennis. And I guess this includes uh, these normal behavior patterns that we've been told now uh, over the past few weeks about washing your hands, sterilizing the equipment, also washing the courts and all of that. All of that, yeah. So all of that is, is definitely covered in the documents, yeah. But no clubhouses must be open, right? No clubhouses sure must that. be open. And, and that's really taken from international best practice. If you look at some of the countries that are playing tennis at the moment, as I mentioned, the Germanys, the Frances, the Netherlands, they've all applied that rule. No clubhouses can be opened. And just back to coaching, I see there are four categories of tennis coaching venues uh, which need consideration. What are these? Um, so there's obviously there's um, there's clubs, uh, there's schools. I mean there's various other categories. I can't quite remember off the top of my head what uh-huh. those four categories are, um, but it's all covered in the documents. And if if anyone is interested, I would definitely recommend that they visit our website to really download and, and review the documents. And we're also very interested in getting any constructive feedback or criticism in terms of how we can improve the documents, mm. because I think people must remember that there's no rule book for this situation, no rule rule books being written. Um, so the, the rule book's really much being written on the fly and, and, and as we go along. So just to be clear, this proposal is for all tennis to, to return. Is it competitive tennis, recreational tennis, coaching and everything? It doesn't cover competitive tennis because uh, in our eyes that would fall under sports events and tournaments, which mm-hmm. we view as being too high risk at the moment. Okay. So it's, it's the much bigger focus on individual recreational coaching and, and practicing tennis. And have you received any feedback from the, for the, from the department? Yeah, so I, I think we, we've. I think the department has said that they're evaluating it, and I, I think they've been um, very accessible and willing to listen. I think they've been inundated with proposals, as you can imagine, from all sports, every sport you, that you can imagine. And I believe there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes within the department in terms of evaluating the documents. Uh, what I would say is, I think these proposals are from all sports, not just tennis, are becoming increasingly urgent because I think there is a day zero approaching for many sports in South Africa. I think there are lots of sports under risk by and, and under threat because of the current lockdown um, regulations, not just federations, but when you think about the ecosystems around any sports, you think about coaches, you think about technical officials who just can't make any money at the moment. And I, I do worry about those areas. And so I would urge um, people listening to this to really consider that how important and how urgent these sorts of requests from sports in South Africa are. Yes, we actually heard from golf also last week. They're also making a proposal for the sport to return under the similar conditions that you've highlighted here. And then what about uh, testing, uh, uh, Richard? Is there an obligation then for clubs to conduct tests on their individuals or is it up to the individuals themselves to be responsible during this time? Yeah, I think that's an excellent question. I mean, I think um, I think there is a there is an individual responsibility, and I think that is covered in in, in the regulations, or sort of the proposed regulations, anyway. Mm. Um, I think one of the key things that we have recommended for coaches is that they have to put a contact tracing protocol in place in terms of logbooks, 
um, in terms of so that we can track or, or, or the government can track every single person that that coach has, in, has encountered. So there are different measures in, in, in terms of trying to, to manage that and mitigate that risk. Okay, great stuff, Richard. Do keep us updated. I will share the document. I've got it, and I'll give those four categories. I've got it in front of me. But thanks for speaking to us here, and hopefully we'll get an update uh, as the days go by. Thanks, Tabiso. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Uh, that's the CEO of Tennis South Africa. Just about the proposal they've made to the sports ministry about the possible return of uh, tennis under level four. They believe it's possible. It's, it can meet the social distance uh, requirements or the guidelines. And uh, there's already a blueprint from around the world that in some countries that he mentioned that tennis is back. And even in Spain now, tennis is back and the facilities are being opened. And there are four categories of tennis coaching venues which need consideration. These are affiliated club courts, a club that is affiliated and in good standing with provincial tennis association non-affiliated club courts a club that is not affiliated with provincial tennis association school courts facilities belonging to government and private schools and private private courts which are courts that are privately owned or on a residential or gated community uh, property but go to the tennis essay website if you are a tennis person and you can read this uh, proposal in more detail and maybe we'll get we'll put a call through to the sports ministry to find out if there has been an update or not but we're going to have to leave it there it is eight o'clock and the other big story of the day that we missed is that um sundowns and gaston serino was, was sanctioned today for that matter that happened last september in that mtn8 match against supersport united uh, to cut a long story short basically serino has been banned for two matches and both Serena and the club have been ordered to pay the costs of the sittings. We're going to leave it there. I believe there is a meeting tomorrow between Safa and the PSL on the way forward for South African football with the PSL having apparently, and I'm saying apparently because it's not confirmed, but having apparently from what I've heard proposed that football must return during level three. That's from the PSL. Safa had said level one. So let's see what happens tomorrow.